As a working mom, I was spinning on my heels trying to be everything to everyone without realizing overwhelm had its firm grip over me. And it's no wonder since we juggle many identities and responsibilities and tendencies to shy away from our awesomeness. Does this sound like you? I believe one of the keys to successful living is activating our personal power. The question is, how do we do this? Join me each week as I uncover actionable tips from experts and intentionally aligned working mums who, like you and me, are on a journey to boost their personal power. My name's Roxana. Welcome to the Personal Power Boost Podcast. My guest on today's show is Bijal Coulson. She's a wife and a mum. During her career as a marketing lecturer, she found she'd fallen out of love with the daily grind of teaching. And around this time, Bijal developed not one, but two autoimmune conditions, resulting in her inability to continue work. Bijal took her health and her life into her own hands and began a journey of healing and aligning healing with her purpose. Today, Bijal shares her journey of transformation. Welcome, Bijal. Hi, Roxana. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for making some time for me today. Bijal, I'd love to know a little bit about your backstory. So um, I moved to the UK when I was four years old from Kenya. My grandparents were born in India and um, we lived in the suburbs of northwest London. And I moved to St. Albans. About 14 years ago, I lived with my husband and teenage daughter. And for me, my father was a great role model for me growing up. And um, I was the eldest. I had a sister and a brother who were quite young, a lot younger than me. And um, for me, my opportunity came when I went, when I left home to study, when I left for university. Mm. For me, it was freedom more than anything. And perhaps I wasn't studying at the time what was my passion, but it was, it was almost like a, a gateway to, to discovering really who I was and what I liked. And there was so much that there was for me to discover. And, you know, as a child, I, I loved um, art and music, but unfortunately that had been frowned upon. So I had studied sciences to begin with but I found my way at university studying business and um, I then went on to qualify for an MBA and I became a university lecturer at quite a young age in marketing uh, to begin with and then also taught psychology and I ended up teaching for a long time 21 years Mm. I loved my job I loved teaching I loved inspiring others I got to travel around the world as well and teach. And it was my passion. I was good at it. I loved sharing. I loved putting things together. I loved being creative the way I presented. And it was something the students really, really, um, they, they enjoyed. And I, I was very popular as a lecturer. And um, I, I just found a lot of um, contentment, fulfillment from what I did. But there was one aspect that that wasn't working for me, and it was showing up in my health. My health was depleting over the years, and it was getting incredibly challenging to to put on a show, to present. And I was usually teaching 
in the hundreds, not just you know 15 students, 20 students, mm. 100 students, 200 students. Very, very demanding. And the one aspect that I found um, wasn't working for me, I wasn't feeling valued, feeling rewarded. I found myself working a lot. I found myself working and I couldn't keep up with the level of work it it was just mounting instead of getting less despite being established as a lecturer so I found that the balance in my life um, wasn't there Mm. and um, in the end my body rebelled it 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 whispered it it nudged it shouted and then it screamed and in the end I I had a breakdown talk us through your breakdown what happened was it a physical or a mental yeah it was everything Everything. physical mental emotional spiritual my my mind was still ready to be conscientious and work but my body said no if you carry on um, I'm actually going to kill you and so I was actually forced to listen to my body to actually take well um, actually I was diagnosed um with anxiety and a further autoimmune condition and declared unfit to work. How did you feel when you got that diagnosis and you were you were unfit to work from a medical I was, perspective? I was in shock to begin with. I was in shock. And you know, deep down, of course I knew it, it was the it was the right thing, but I was in shock because I just kept going and going and going. And and then it changed. I then realized, how did I not put myself first? How did I put work and everything else ahead of me? So there was a lot of soul searching. Um, but it really was taking steps back and connecting to who I am, connecting to the present moment, finding peace within myself. That allowed me, that gave me the opportunity to realize that things hadn't been right for a long time. And it isn't that I didn't do anything about it. I had. I had also trained as a coach whilst I was teaching. I'd set up two businesses. I think what had happened, though, was that I was searching outside of myself, not knowing that the answers lay within myself. You were acquiring qualifications and validation from the outside world. Yes, Yes, but it led to me being even more tired because if you're already working and you're working hard and then you're taking on new, you know, you're studying or you're taking on new projects, mm. that, that added to the detriment of my, of my body, my health. So that wasn't working either. <laughs> I, think it's, um, I think it's really common for people to feel burnout. I think it's... Yeah. Um, also common for people to look outside of themselves for validation and extend themselves beyond their energies can allow and I think mm. I think a lot of people will resonate with with that especially people that work in the corporate world yeah I'd love and, to talk about your healing journey a little bit yes. more because you came across yes. a very interesting um yeah. modality so yes I did that. yeah so I mean even before the breakdown I had been researching for many years um, you know I had been going on holistic retreats I researched a lot into so many different um, ways been to workshops um, read so many books I, I'd done quite a lot and I was still in search and what happened was when I found myself um, 
going within, I, I discovered um, my intuition, which had been missing for a long time. And I started listening to myself, if that makes sense. And I started to see the signs and I started to allow myself to be guided without questioning, without judging. And where I was led to, because I was determined to heal, and I was determined to heal as naturally as possible because going down the allopathic route was um, really to be on medication for the rest of my life. And I didn't want that. I've always sought as much as possible to live a natural life. Mm. And I've always been very interested in the holistic world. And so it led me to a modality called rapid transformational therapy. And it's actually a short space of time from when I had the breakdown to when I found myself on the training course for, for this modality. And I just knew on the first day of that course that this was it. Not only was it going to transform me, it was going to transform the lives of so, so many others. So being in line with my mission to still want to make a difference and help others, this was, this was going even more to a, a, a deeper level of where I was able to fulfill my mission. Yeah. And it was very exciting for me because this was a very, very powerful modality. And I just had this feeling inside of me that I just knew I just knew that this, this was going to really make huge impact on myself and others. Would you say that you felt an instant shift or was it gradual? Did it happen over right, months? Yeah. Well, when I was on the training course, we worked with each other and there was some really powerful um, insights that came through. And it, I realized once I'd um, qualified as certified hypnotherapist and that I would I could help other people that I needed to continue my journey and I had to be committed to my own healing because healing with with the mind healing things that are mental health related they can take some time but healing things that have then manifested in the body can take a longer amount of time and it's also very individual so I had to really give myself that that be patient and give myself the time and understanding that okay you know healing can happen instantaneously it can be over a period of time or it can be retrospective and so I committed to my own self-care and my own healing journey and my self-care program was 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 quite fast and I also understood so big big learning for me came here compared to what I did before that in order to do what I wanted to do in order to be really good at what I was doing in helping others as a hypnotherapist I had to look after myself first and foremost I had to be in a really really good way in order to hold space for my clients so it was almost like um, a step huge step forward from what I'd done previously where I, I, I hid what was, what was not right with me and just carried on. Whereas the mask, it's not possible to have a mask doing this type of work. No, no. And obviously you're listening to very 
detailed accounts yeah. of people's darkest traumas and uh, yeah. obviously that that requires um um space to to recuperate yourself oh completely completely and you know interestingly um the anxiety lifted and that was that 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 was amazing so the anxiety didn't take long to to leave and the autoimmune conditions, the understanding behind them, the, the root emotional cause, that was very powerful in itself. And doing what I needed to do. So it, it's really working on a variety of levels. And it's not just mindset. Mindset is hugely important, but it's also understanding that the chemistry of the body has changed over a long period of time. So looking at what what I was eating nutritionally, looking at what I'm putting in my body and also looking at um, what I'm doing. So in terms of exercise, um, also um, had breath therapy because um, when one has anxiety, it can affect their breathing. And I'd had um, a near-death near experience when I was younger, when I was 17. I'd, um, I'd been hit by a car and I'd, I'd almost died. And so I was aware that my breathing wasn't really as it should be. So it was a great opportunity, really, to delve into healing modalities that would suit me. Um, so for me, the, the hypnotherapy was, was pivotal. It was crucial. And then there's self-care. And so there's modalities that help support you because life continues. You're still faced with challenges in life, which then become lessons and blessings. How did your relationship with yourself change? So the self-talk that was probably going yes. on just before yes. your um, unfit yeah. work notice yeah. came through from the GP. Yeah. How did it shift over the over the next few months when you started to engage with this modality? How did you? Yeah. So I think when when I got the declaration, you know, that I was unfit, I, I I was like, how can it have come to this? I'm kind of halfway through my life. Well, I don't know how long I'm going to live, but you know, in terms of my, you know. Is this, is this the way I want to be for the rest of my life? I was told that the conditions were ones that I would have to live with. And I realized I had this moment where I thought, I'm not prepared to, to accept this prognosis. I'm not prepared. There is a diagnosis. I'm not prepared to accept this prognosis. I actually felt that within me and my body that it had the power to be able to heal itself if I allowed it to. And so this was quite profound in itself for me that I wasn't going to go with what, it, even though I have great respect for doctors, that I took, I took responsibility for my health. And that's when things really started to shift and change. I decided I was going to make the choices for me. Mm. So you went from being um, somebody who'd been given a diagnosis, yeah. felt almost for a moment at the mercy of whatever medical intervention might yes. be available to you, to yeah. changing that narrative into, I'm going to take responsibility for my health, I'm going to empower myself with the right information, with the right knowledge and with the new experiences that I need to heal. Yeah, yeah. and the, the right support as well. Um, so... Yeah, it was a, it, it became 
it changed for me when I started to trust myself more. And this is where the intuition came in. Before that, that wasn't there. When somebody has anxiety, um, they're unwell, they don't that inner satellite navigation system isn't isn't switched on. It's it's not operating. <laughs> and so when I was able to step back from life and ground myself, then the intuition came on board and something that could help guide me. So that that was really quite a big shift for me to learn to trust myself. And the inner talk, you know, it, it's understanding that there is going to be inner talk and it's really getting conscious over the, the mindset, the programming. And there's some programming that was really helpful from my childhood, but there was some programming that I had to let go of. And it, it became a, a, a thing for me that I literally had to recreate myself to become the best version of myself. So I had to let go of some aspects of me that actually weren't really me, if that makes sense, to become who I really was. So um, really aligning to become myself. How did you get clarity over who you wanted to be? Give myself time, space and permission to be me. And it was, it was um, to, to, to find the joy in my life where was that joy and it was things like um art and music i started to paint i hadn't painted for many years i had I, I i it was honoring really who i really was um swimming every day just doing things that brought me gave me uh, a sense of peace inside and really learning who I was and what I like to do. Nature, again, nature was huge for me. To connect to nature meant that I could connect to who I was. And so was that, was that walking more than you were before? And uh... Yeah, I, I'd, um, I'd, I live in a beautiful uh, park and I hadn't really made use of it or stepped out into the park and just things like being mindful like just watching birds in my garden Mm. just watching them and observing them and we've had birds nesting for the last five years in our garden so we're about to have um, um, a, a new bird family again soon and I was just in wonder I could I could be watching them for half an hour just just being connected to the present moment and it brought me a lot of joy it's something I never used to do and so through these self-healing habits of connecting with nature of painting whenever your heart desired of the breath therapy and obviously with the the hypnotherapy that you chose these all of these compounded I'm guessing and gave you the lift that you needed to oh completely heal and you know whatever would benefit me it was my nature that I want to share this with others so my clients benefited they benefited when my intuition heightened they benefited when I when I when I so whatever I experienced then I can recommend that to clients Mm -hmm. and so I was walking my talk and walking my walk what do you love most about your life now? I love that I live life on my terms. 
I decide how I work, how much I work, who I work with. I get to decide. And I also love that I'm committed to balance. It's not just about work. It's about my relationship with myself. So I give myself the commitment for my inner development. Also relationships with my family, with my friends, with, with really, I think it, it's understanding that if my mission is, is to help others, I have to help myself first. And that's been a big shift for me because I realized that it was actually being like a martyr before mm. wanting to help others, but not, not really going within as much as I should. But also the curiosity and fascination of learning has stayed with me ever since I was a child. And just, I love to learn and I'm, I'm fascinated with um, neuroscience. I'm fascinated with quantum physics. I'm fascinated with the mindset and we are able to literally recreate ourselves and we're all here for a unique purpose. And it can be on an individual level. It can be on a community level. It can be on a humanity level. It doesn't matter because it creates ripple effects. In terms of what advice I can give, if there is somebody has a dream, then it's really a journey to be getting out of your own way and saying, well, if I share my story, if I want to set up this business, if I want to do this project, if I want to collaborate in this, is this for the greater good of me and the world? Because if, if it is, then those that inner critic and um, those people that don't approve, you've got to then come to a choice that, okay, which what am I choosing? And a lot of the time, that inner critic or the ego is often a, a safety net. It is often based on our past experiences and there to keep us safe. But actually, the magic is in the unknown. So when I had the breakdown, it actually became a breakthrough. So it's moving from fear to really moving to living life out of love and understanding we've got this one life and it, we, we should all want to live this life and make the most of this life. And it's not based on, you know, how much money we make or, you know, how many businesses we have. It is more of based on a, a, in, in the contentment feeling of peace and fulfillment. So if somebody's got a dream or if somebody doesn't know what their dream is, find your joy. And if you have a dream, then every day commit to grounding yourself. Give yourself that time for your intuition to help guide you. Seek support and also just, just take inspired action. And the only competition is with yourself. It's not with anyone else. You're only competing to be the best version of yourself. You know? Well, it's also leading to taking responsibility for ourselves and being empowered, being the creators of our life rather than life happening to, to us. It's happening for us. So if we can take whatever is a, is, is a lesson as, as actually a blessing, so the challenges in our life are going to happen and it's how we respond. We, if we can react less, respond more. This is, this is what life is about. It's not that challenging things aren't going to happen to us. 
And what we're going to find, what I have found is the more I have um, grown, the more I have learned, grown, uh, evolved, there's been more challenges presented. <laughs> and it is, it is amazing, though, when we look at this is a way that we can evolve because our potentials, as we evolve, our potentials expand and we evolve even more. And so we can have a purpose, but that purpose may, may, may expand. It may shift. It may change over time. And so it's a beautiful journey. It's a dance, really, of just continuing to commit to discovering who we are. And it's, it's having that balance in our lives. It's ongoing. It's not complete. It's not just done. I mean, for me now, it, it's continued. I'm now an author. <laughs> and this has been a lifelong dream for me. And I'm not just um, part of one book. I'm, I'm, I'm actually on a second book right now. Um, so the first book is called Female Changemakers. And I'm sharing my story with uh, 49 other global female changemakers on how we can actually share our story to help inspire others to do the, the same, to enact change in the world by, by really discovering that change maker within them. My second book is on happiness and I've had to delve deeper into myself and have this connection with nature, deeper connection with nature, more of a divine connection with nature. And I want to share that with the world because when we go to uncertain times, we can find certainty in who we are. And it's okay to have uncertainty in some respects. But if we are feeling empowered and realize that we can actually be in the driving seat of our life, then that is empowerment. It is. It is. I agree 100%. Bija, what took you the longest to learn or accept about yourself? Yes, well, um, accepting myself. <laughs> <laughs> accepting myself because I was brought up to believe that we had to conform. Being different was not good. And what I've learned is being different is great. It's wonderful. And I accept myself completely for who I am. I have the right to evolve. I'm unique. I'm creative. I love who I am. And I'm a master and work in progress at the same time. And Bijal, if you could go back in time and whisper a little life lesson or an affirmation mm -hmm. to the little girl in you, what would you say to her? Stay curious and a dreamer, just keep being you, and inner world creates outer world. She may not have understood that last part, but she would have been reminded of it ongoing, and it would have unfolded. <laughs> yeah, it would, have, it would have, and it did, and it did. Yes. I think you got back to being curious uh, after a little diversion in your life, but I think everything happens for a reason. The investment in ourselves that that's if we can invest in ourselves then everything else is taken care of <laughs> so the biggest investment we can make is in ourselves we're also investing um in in terms of money as well because i think everything's energy and if, if we can invest in ourselves in in self-care not just in learning, but self-care. That was something that I wasn't taught, you see, as a child. 
self-care was seen as a luxury. And for me, self-care is crucial, vital. So Bijan, you mentioned your book, the book yeah. that you have co-authored. Yes. Um, where can my listeners find that? When, when is it available? So the book is being released at the end of May. It is available on Amazon. So your listeners can download it as a Kindle edition. Mm-hmm. If they want to order a copy, I um, have signed copies that I'm happy to um, send. My details can be found on my website. I also have a free audio available to your listeners to help them raise their vibration. Amazing. That's, that'll be really good. I think the planet needs that right now. You know, um, there's a quote, if, if, if um, I'm allowed to share it. Um, I, I just saw it today and I, I, I think, I hope you like it and it, it you know, fits with, with everything we talked about. There is no time limit or race. Sometimes the people with the greatest potential often take the longest to find their path because their sensitivity is a double-edged sword. It lives in the heart of their brilliance, but it also makes them more susceptible to life's pains. Good thing we're not penalised for handing in our purpose late. Soul don't know a thing about deadlines. And that quote is by Jeff Brown. That's amazing. That's really lovely. It's so true, isn't it? It's so Mm -hmm. true, every single bit of it. Thank you so much for your time today, Bijal. Thank you, Roxana. Thank you for having me. I'm Roxana Hussein, and you've been listening to the Personal Power Boost podcast. You can follow Personal Power Boost on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, please go to the Apple podcast and rate and review this podcast. Do join me next week for another Personal Power Boost. Thank you so much for listening.